0: You're listening to Eureka on Monocle Radio, brought to you by the team behind The Entrepreneurs, the show all about inspiring people, innovative companies, and fresh ideas in global business. I'm Tom Edwards. Harold Overholm is the founder and CEO of Alight, a leading Stockholm-based solar developer that aims to make solar energy affordable and hassle-free for large corporations. Harold's team develop, own, and operate on-site and off-site solar projects across Europe and sell clean energy to businesses. This year, the company celebrated its 10th anniversary, and with more than 50 solar projects under management or construction, it's expanding operations, opening an office in Madrid, and entering the Finnish market with one of the country's largest solar parks under development. So how big a role can solar energy play in addressing environmental challenges? How does a business balance commercial viability with social purpose? And can solar be sexy? Well, here is Harold with more on how the journey began.
1: Light is a company we're in a quest to put solar everywhere by making solar super affordable, super hassle-free for big companies. So big companies use a lot of power In fact, they use most power here in this world. If you can make solar the absolute no-brainer choice for them, then solar is going to go everywhere. And I guess that's the purpose of the company. We believe that's good. We want solar to replace fossil fuels. So that's the deeper purpose. So to this day, we work with companies like H&M, Swedbank, Toyota, and sometimes we put solar on their premises. So it's like on the rooftop or it's on the parking lot. And sometimes we build big fields of solar, but we still sell the power to them. So if you reverse engine that, so the reason why we can build it on a field is because we have a contract where Swedbank might tell us that, yeah, we're going to buy all this power. So we know that someone is taking the power, and then we can go and build on the field. I come from a family on my father's side where for three generations before me, everyone was an engineer working on power and working on the electrification of society. So it's almost a bit ridiculous, right? And it sounds too neat to be true, but what happened for me was I grew up with this and and that was the values in my family. Everyone was talking about this, but I rebelled against my family in general. I guess I I was just a a rebel. I was a punk rocker when I was a teen. I, I ran away from home. I was very politically active and I was... I've been arrested for squatting and in a building to prevent it from being a highway at one point. And so this was a really tumultuous time for me. It was a journey that was ended for me when I started in university. And at some point I decided I should go and try to be a diplomat because that's a good way to save the world and kind of channel all this energy. So I went to the Swedish embassy in the Middle East in Turkey. And somewhat when i was there it struck me at some point that that energy is so important and then and it felt like i came to this conclusion myself but thinking about my background maybe it was there all along but but suddenly i felt i came back to it myself because i realized that energy it's not just it's the climate change question which is so important but it's also the security question if we can change energy to become green to become something that's distributed everywhere then we change we changed the the environment for the better. We change political dynamics for the better. So that was the whole sort of journey of coming back to suddenly thinking that this is really important. Then from that point on, I became increasingly just focused on green power. And then that ultimately became solar for me. So solar was, I didn't know much about solar. Um, my first job, they, it was like I was an investment. I was going to do investments in, in clean energy. And my boss sent me to a conference in, in Milan and he said, solar is, is not doing anything particular in, in Sweden right now. But maybe it's going to be here in the future. Maybe you should go to Milan and check this out. And I had no clue what to expect because, you know, hey, I've never met anyone working in solar before. So I thought maybe like it was these hippies or like this disgruntled engineers and Birkenstocks or something. But I got to Milan and that conference was just full of people from all over the world, super sharp business people, selling something that was clearly, you know, a finalized product. It was really, solar was working. And From that point on, I just realized this is disruptive. It's changing everything, and I want to be a part of this. I had to learn about solar. I didn't know anything, and there wasn't an industry in Sweden that I could learn from. And the European industry for solar at the time had a big problem because it was all about governments. It was all about selling power to the government and various government schemes, and it didn't seem to me like an industry. So... I went to the US to learn, and actually the way I did that was I quit my career and I decided to do a PhD at Cambridge, focused on the global solar market. But looking for the places in that global solar market where solar was becoming an actual commercial product, something that wasn't there because the government had a particular scheme or something, but something that was just there in the same way that an iPhone is something that's everywhere because we buy it, because it's commercially valid. I went to the US and I started to, to learn about how that industry was growing and that was an, an eye-opener because then it became clear that what they were doing was building solar into an actual business with actual customers and having that customer centricity where you think what is this going to do for the customer? You immediately realize that it has to be affordable, it has to be hassle-free, it has to be beautiful at times if that's the customer you have or just blend in very well or you know all, all of these other aspects that is what the customer will need to see to think that this is a great thing to buy. Solar has this massive potential because of two things. The first thing is that it's modular, so it can go everywhere. And the other thing is that the costs just keep decreasing. And there's logic behind that, not to bore you with the details of the supply chain, but there's so much more left to give. The costs can go down. The last two or three years, solar has been the cheapest way to produce power of all other ways to produce power globally. And that trend is just continuing. So you have those two fundamental aspects of solar. The one is that it's modular, so you can make it small, mid-sized, big, it can go everywhere. The other is that it's very cheap. And then when you think of it, the logic is just that it's going to be everywhere. It's going to kind of flow like water. It just sort of finds its way into every situation. And A growing increasing amount of people think solar is going to be more than 50 percent of the power system in the future and not in the very far future just 10 years from now i think we're definitely at a point where the skepticism about this is is being answered across the globe and, and actually people are not that skeptical anymore We've been lucky that everything is growing so fast. Every time I come to a new project now it's almost bigger than before. And it's just astonishing to see how all the office work and all the busy work and you know all the meetings you have in that daily grind that, that you go through suddenly result in something that changes the physical reality on, on a big scale, you know, a big shiny field of solar panels producing power that never fails to excite me and to put on the hard hat, you know, and you have the special boots that we need to From health and safety boots to go there, that's a ritual in itself to put on the gear, go to the site, see the people working there, all the workplaces that we provide for our subcontractors when we build things. And it's just very exciting to have a business that spans everything from the most high-level meetings with a customer management down to that field. Solar has a social license to earn and to manage and take care of. It comes in many dimensions. Of course, one of those dimensions is that solar is good for the environment. But another dimension is just for the people around the solar installation. It has to look as appealing as you can make it look, of course. And it should be ideally doing good things for its immediate environment. So if we build on meadows, for example, we make sure that those meadows are turned into a haven for biodiversity, You know, something that adds to whatever you're growing next to it because it's somewhere where bees can build a beehive or other small mammals can have a place to nest. So for us, it's important. It's something we believe in and it helps us to convince people that this is a force of
0: good That was Harold Overholm, the founder and CEO of Alight. And you can learn more about the business by heading to alight-energy.com. That's all for this episode of Eureka. We'll be back at the same time next week. Do look out in the meantime for The Entrepreneurs. The main program is available every Wednesday. The program was produced by Laura Kramer with mixing and editing by Jack Dewars. To get in touch with the team, email laura on lrk at monocle.com. I'm Tom Edwards, goodbye, and thanks for listening to Eureka.